0: The volume. Moneyline Monaco is presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. There is no better place to make every moment more than with FanDuel. This is why I love betting on the FanDuel Sportsbook. There's great odds and markets for the NBA, NHL, college basketball, and so much more. There's amazing new and existing user promotions. It's America's number one sportsbook. It's easy to use. It's safe and secure. You get your winnings if you want to cash out in as fast as two hours and how fun is it to combine multiple bets from the same game into a same game parlay discover the most popular same game parlays each day right when you log in presented by FanDuel on that homepage. if you are new just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app to get started right now sign up with promo code Monaco so they know I sent you disclaimer 21 plus and present in arizona colorado connecticut iowa illinois indiana louisiana michigan new jersey new york pennsylvania tennessee virginia west virginia or wyoming All right. Welcome into another episode of the best gambling show ever on the volume sports, YouTube channel, Alex Monaco, chilling with live moods. Live. We had a very profitable Tuesday show. Yes,
1: we did.
0: Against the spread and on some props. How are you feeling over there?
1: Feeling good. I mean, <laughs> I have to laugh at myself and just, you know, allow the, uh, the chat to go nuts on this one. I got everything I deserved last night, taking a Danny green over. listen, I knew it. I I kept telling myself, I'm like, in the car driving, I'm like, scared money, don't make money. Scared money, don't make money. If you have to convince (laughs) yourself that many times to take a prop, you just shouldn't take it. Danny Green was embarrassing. Um, And and it's just like one of those learning. Everyone takes a prop every once in a while. They're like, I'm going to give this guy a chance. Hopefully he proves everybody wrong. Danny green is on my no bet list officially moving forward. But as for Tuesday, great day, Tuesday, I had Jalen Brown rebounds and assists. As you know, I, I posted about that one. Um, that one had me scared because he was not missing a shot. I was like, he's not going to assist. There's no way he's <laughs> assisting. He's not missing anything, but I had over 10 and a half. He ended with 11. We both had Grizzlies money line. That was another play. Those are my two plays that we wrote. And, I I was definitely nervous about that one. I was like, okay, you know, this could happen a lot of different ways. The Warriors could hit a three at the last second. We know how this goes. So that was a sweaty night, but nonetheless, we did well. Um, Of course, humbled very quick with the Danny Green prop, but uh, we're back again. And hopefully this weekend we can, um, we can keep going, keep rolling with it.
0: Yeah, and we nailed some of those over-unders on player props yes. as well. We went yes. under Giannis over Tatum. John Morant Ball was hit. awesome. Shaw ja went over. Yes, three yep. or four on those. I, I wish you I wish you would have joined me on Boston minus five reluctantly. <sighs> uh, everyone was on the box train.
1: You know what's crazy is I, I tweeted about this actually, and I said I underestimated the Bucks in game one. I under I underestimated the Celtics in game two. This series is going to be very interesting. Like I they, they really did flip flop. Like the Celtics defense was not allowing the Bucs to do anything. I was watching that game with my dad and I was like, this is so embarrassing for the Bucs. But I remember feeling the same way about the Celtics in game one. So this series, I, you know, it's, it's just going to be wild and I'm excited to see how it all unfolds. But yeah, I absolutely should have, should have listened to you on that. I just, after watching the Celtics in game one, I had a hard time believing that they'd be able to make a make that much of an improvement especially without Marcus Smart I just I really I put so much emphasis on him as a player and him as a facilitator but damn they looked really good they looked really good
0: well we're going to talk about them in a second let's get into Friday night's slate let's start out with the maps here back in Dallas we do know they're a very good home team they're yes. favored by one it's a pick them in game three any any strong leans or a side you're taking in this one right now
1: i gotta be honest with you this is not a series that i want to bet because i i really did think and i didn't bet it but i did think that the the mavericks were gonna at least come back um and and make it a closer game i would have if if i was forced to take a bet in that game last night i would have actually leaned with the mavericks to cover so My struggle with this series in particular is if Chris Paul plays basketball throughout this series, the way he played it last night, there is no chance for this Mavericks team, but I'm not going to hold my breath with Chris Paul. That's a really tough thing for me is that he is so capable. He is so talented. He's such a leader. Like he really does. I know that Devin Booker is obviously a huge part of the Suns team. And when he was out with a hamstring injury, I think some people were starting to get nervous about that series versus the Pelicans, but Chris Paul, when he's on, I don't think there's a single team that can stop the Suns. If Chris Paul is playing very smart and very good basketball. So it's really tough because I watched him last night and I was like, yeah it's done it's done for the Mavericks it's over if Chris Paul continues to play like this but we've seen this before where he has a game where he goes ballistic and he gets the post game interview and everyone's like ah yes because I felt it in my heart last night I was like I would be okay with the Suns winning for Chris Paul's sake and I remember feeling the same thing last year and then we started seeing more turnovers than points and he wasn't playing as well as he needed to play down the stretch when it really mattered so this is a tough one for me, Monaco. I would love to hear your take on it because I really don't know how I feel. I think the Mavericks are very, very capable. I think the Suns are doing a great job of defending guys like Jalen Brunson, and that's a, he's a huge difference maker for the Mavericks on offense. So I'm struggling here. I think that the Mavericks have the talent to stay in this series, but I really think how whether or not the Mavericks can survive in this series – Fully depends on what kind of basketball we get from Chris Paul. That's how I feel.
0: Yeah, and I, I was talking about this on another pod too, and it was a it was a good point brought up by my buddy in terms of just Chris Paul. He doesn't string together five, six immaculate games in a row. He, no. he has little hiccups here and there, the four point game when they went back to new Orleans, where our Alvarado was all over him. I don't know that there's someone that's bothering him defensively in this series, even close to what we, we saw the length of the Pelicans and the versatility of them give him. We do know Dallas to be a very good team though, after a loss, the second best record in the NBA, 23 and 10 after a loss. So I, I also look at them as a 31-13 straight-up team at home, and this is a pick game. I would think that Brunson doesn't give us 13-9 and nine like he did in game one and game two, and Dinwiddie doesn't give us 11-8. and eight. I'm looking at those two guys in particular. I think Finney Smith did all right. Reggie did all right. Kleber did okay. I, they need the Dinwiddies and Brunsons. One of them has to get 20-25, and I'm banking on that. I'm nervous about game three. I've picked – four games in a row here and I am terrified of this spread in particular a couple of these in particular because I don't think Dallas is getting swept but then I don't have that much confidence of what I saw down the stretch in game two so
1: I'm I'm gonna reluctantly I I don't think Brunson is going to be giving you the game that you need for the Mavericks I don't and I think this is I think Brunson in this series is going to be the KD in the series versus the Celtics I don't think it's Brunson's having a bad night Brunson's not capable we know that he's fully capable because we've seen it throughout the entire postseason I think the Suns team is just really really great at defending shooting guards and they're going to make it really hard on Brunson so I think it I think it really really boils down to Luca and Dinwiddie that's that's my personal take I think they're going to lock up Jalen Brunson this whole series I really do
0: so you're on the Suns game three
1: no, because I think Dinwiddie, I th- I think the Mavericks have enough offensive talent. If Jalen Brunson is locked up, I do think they have enough offensive talent to to make up for that. I do. Um, but I, I just don't see Jalen Brunson having this. I think, it, again, I'm just starting to see it trend a little bit in the similar fashion as KD, where it was like, we need, we need Katie to play better for the Nets to win. Like he's bound to have a better night, but really it's just boiling down to Jalen Brunson is up against really great defense. That's guarding his position very, very well and has in the last seven to 15 games. So I'm seeing it trend in a very similar direction, which means the other starters have to step up and make up for that defense. That's so tight on Brunson right now.
0: Yeah, I, I think Dallas wins one of these games at home. I just don't know which one. I'm gonna go Game Three, as hard as it is. It's 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 it's, it's so a tough. stay away, but it, I, I'm not gonna stay away because I have to. Fight I know on you're not.
1: So. <laughs> you're not gonna stay away, Monaco. Uh, staying gonna, away from a bet is just never gonna happen. Ever, ever, ever.
0: Man, I love that. I I can do it with the dessert car at a wedding. I can't do it. Fair. A, on a Everyone has
1: their come. weakness, Monaco, and yours is just betting and that's fine
0: <laughs> yeah it's is it healthy well we digress let's let's get into <laughs> the second game we, we want to talk about here let's let's just talk about whether these Sixers are going to get swept or not right now it's plus 260 on FanDuel if they do and this is going to kind of bank on whether Embiid is coming on as the masked man or not. It looks like he is playing for game three. We saw a huge line movement swing from eight and a half to a pick um oh, one point spread, but ultimately a pick um. How do you feel about the Sixers in game three? And if you do like Miami, do you think they can sweep at plus two sixty?
1: So without Embiid, I think it's just not happening for the 76ers. So I think Embiid really has to come back. I mean, look at last night's game, for example. Um they lost by 16. Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. My phone just fell. They lost by 16. Um, Harris had 21. Maxie had 34. Harden had 20. That's the most we've seen those three pop off in the same game. Like, we we really don't see that very often. It's usually one guy or two guys that really have a great offensive night and all the pressures on them. Um, so three starters with 20-plus points, and they still lost by 16. I if they don't figure out perimeter defense against this heat team, then, Oh my gosh, it's going to be a long, it's going to be a long series for them. I mean, my goodness, it was like one after the other. So they need Embiid. I have no faith in the 76ers unless Embiid returns. Um, I saw a lot of people tweeting saying, this is why Embiid should win MVP. Look at what happens to the 76ers when he's not playing. Of course. Yes. He is a huge difference maker on the 76ers team in that we can agree I also think the same argument could be made for Jokic, but that's another conversation for another day. Either way, um, yeah, Embiid needs to come back. With Embiid back, I do think the 76ers can get a win, especially going back home. Because um, we are starting to see Maxi Harris, even Harden was scoring a little bit better in the last game. So it's like there, there's like one thing missing for the 76ers to make these games competitive, and it's a dominant guy. Like Embiid. So if he returns, I'm feeling optimistic about the 76ers covering and potentially winning outright in a game. If he doesn't, I could see the heat sweeping the series.
0: Yeah, it is, to your point, very flabbergasting that you're getting three guys 20 plus and they're losing by double digits. And and this Heat team, and our producer said it, it's not the most glamorous, exciting. It's like a Spurs 2.0 almost kind of modern day version of basketball. It's not super glamorous. It's not super exciting, but they just, they all know their roles. They have that identity. Colin talks about it a lot in knowing what kind of team you are, whether it's football, basketball, et cetera. And this team knows who they are. They know what roles they're all in. I mean, Bam's had a great start double, double in game one. 23 and 9 in game 2. Butler with a double double game 2. Hero's been spectacular 25 and 18. If you're getting 19 from Oladipo off the bench. I I, I, they're was in trouble. Sh- I was
1: shook by his perform. I mean not shook because he's not capable but shook because he's on a team with such such uh, like efficient shooters that I've never really seen him need to step into that role like in a pressured situation it's like okay Aladipo we need you like we've never really seen him need to go there and I mean it was just like it looked effortless for him last night and I don't know if that's showing us how weak the 76ers defense is or showing us how deep this Miami Heat team is I think it might be a little bit of both but to see Oladipo, Tyler Hero getting sixth man of the year, I think only just juiced him up more. Like he's ready to go. He's hungry. He's excited. So yeah, this Heat team has a, a lot, lot of stinking talent. They may not be playing the most exciting basketball, but it's the most consistent and it's, and it's they just play smart, good basketball. Like you just know you're going to see great facilitating. You're going to see great scoring. You're going to see solid defense. They've got great chemistry. I think that's what it is with this heat team. They have great chemistry. And I think so much of that credit needs to go to a guy like Bam Adebayo, who really feels like just a solid leader for this team. I listened to his post game interviews and he just, it's, it's a team sport for them, which I respect a lot. And so I think yeah, the chemistry, I think helps them a lot. Does it also helps that they're talented, but, um, it's hard for the 76ers to compete right now when their leader is not on the floor. So if they can get in back, we might have a little bit of a fun series, but until then I worry.
0: Yeah. I'm, I'm worried about the eye. I mean, if he can't even see, right. I, I mean, this is the orbital. I don't know too much. I'm a contacts where I should know more, but <laughs> I, I, I do. I do not. Um, I'm concerned. I think it's worth firing on, on a little nibble at plus two sixty. I, I do like Miami in game three. Um, I'm going to go, I'm going to, I'm a ride with the heat train I, and really just last thing on this game, that the, the deep, the coaching discrepancy, what we've seen at halftime Spolster come out with in the second half versus doc. Uh, I'm such a doc fan, but I'm, I'm losing faith over here. I'm, I'm hearing Twitter rumors. He's throwing the series to go play or go coach the Lakers. Like He's halfway back to LA. I don't know what's going on, but this DeAndre Jordan back-to-back starting him at center, not trying a small ball lineup or something of that ilk. I mean, you still got Millsap. I, I don't get.
1: I think you should coach the 76ers Monaco. <laughs>
0: Ah, I will in 2K. Uh, this baseball season turned Ks into cash and big hits into big wins with FanDuel Sportsbook. Right now, new customers can step up to the plate with a risk-free first bet up to $1,000. And with FanDuel, same game parlays, you can turn little bets into big paydays i love the same game parlays you can go money line totals player props and more also that sgp popular module right when you log in fun always to sprinkle on that fanduel curates and has you teed up ready to cash just sign up place your first bet and fanduel will refund you up to one thousand dollars back in site credit if you don't win. There's no better place to bet America's pastime than on America's number one sportsbook. I love betting on FanDuel. Great promotions every day. Safe and secure app. You get paid fast. Just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app and sign up using promo code MONACO to get started with your risk-free first bet up to one. 000 thousand dollars disclaimer 21 plus and present in select states only first online real money wager only refund issued as non-withdrawable site credit that expires in 14 days restrictions apply see terms at (laughs) sportsbook.fanduel.com moving on to a very riveting series that i'm excited about this bucks game three minus three versus (sighs) celtics huge huge game three coming up and we've seen a tale of two teams in both games thus far. It's back to Milwaukee. How are you feeling about the Bucs favored in game three?
1: Um, ah, geez, I don't know. I mean, so he, he, again, this is a really tough series for me because we saw one side do really, really great. And then the next game, it was completely reversed. So both of these teams are very strong defensively. Um. I don't ever worry, like, when it comes down to it, and I'm looking at this series, the Bucks are going back home. Anytime Giannis is on a team, I'm not super concerned. Like, I, I have so much faith in him. He's one of the best players in the league. I think that last game was a really great learning lesson for them because I think game one of this series – I almost think the Celtics maybe got a little bit comfortable. Like we just swept the nets. We're feeling good. We haven't lost yet. Um, so I don't know if they were fully playing at 100. Then we saw them play at 100 in game two. Is Marcus Smart coming back in game three? If so, I don't know how I feel about the Bucks right now. I mean, they made Giannis's life so difficult in the last game. Like he was, it looked like he was swimming upstream most of that game, which is insane. You never see Giannis get locked up like that. I mean, he is a big guy. He's really tough to slow down, but it looked like he was swimming upstream. It really looked like he was doing it by himself. And I know he had help. I'm not saying he was the only guy that showed up, but it just like, I was like sitting there, you know, when you're bowling and you're like leaning with the ball, hoping that it goes the direction you want. Like, I felt like I was trying to like help Giannis. I I was just like feeling for him. Like he looked like he was exhausted. Um, he was giving it all he had, but to me, he's the type of leader. He's the type of player that looks at last game and really tries to figure out what he has to do differently what the team has to do differently to move forward and win. And I know that probably sounds like common sense like well duh most players figure out what they need to do, but not really. Uh no, I I don't think all players actually do that. And I really think Giannis is the type of guy as well that is going to feed off of that home court advantage. Um this is a team, keep in mind that won last season. So they're fully capable. Obviously Chris Middleton being out, I think kind of rocked them a little bit and it's like what do we do now? Um <sighs> Yeah. I, I, this one's tough, but I, I still lean Celtics. I just think game one, I don't want to say it was a fluke one for a fluke game for them, but I just think they, they let their guard down after clean sweeping, you know, they had a lot of rest, like they were just kind of chilling. And I just don't think that they remembered how competitive this Bucks team was, but to see the difference that they were able to make in game two was very, very impressive to me. So I still lean Celtics here. I just watching Giannis struggle for an entire four quarters. I haven't seen that. (laughs) I don't think ever. And maybe I'm just not watching the right games, but that was really hard for me to watch. And there's only so much Giannis can can do by himself. If the Celtics defense is on him the same way they were in game two and game three, I think it's going to be tough for the bucks to win. I really do.
0: Yeah. I backed Boston game one and game two. Um, I'm jumping ship here and I'm taking Milwaukee in game three. Um, It's a, it's a feel, it's a feel thing for me. I'm still on Boston to win the series. I see this going back to Boston 2 two. I'm concerned with the scoring help that Giannis needs for this Bucks team. I know. I mean, Nanny was held to nine of 25 and 11 of 27 shooting. He's not, he's not. I mean, we've seen this. I just spoke about it. Like, he puts up 30 35 effortlessly at times. This has been a frustrating, you know, late 20s point performance. I'm nervous about the role players, though, because Grayson right. Allen hit lightning in a bottle twice in, in last series. He's come back down to earth a little. Brooke Lopez is eight points in two games. Drew Holiday's not really a 25 a game, every game kind of guy. So I'm concerned. I do think, though, they have an excellent coaching staff, the the rah-rah kind of home court advantage. If there is one thing that is on the Bucks side in game three, I do think it's a home court. Also, last thing I'll say, Grant Williams, 21 off the bench, Brown, 25 and a half. They shot 65% from three. So it should not obviously be that consistent of three-point shooting for Boston on the road right. again. I think they come back down to earth a little. And I just think Milwaukee comes away with a victory in one of these two games. It's like a guessing game. It's like I feel like it's, that way in the Dallas Suns series. Like
1: That's how it the home feels. home team's going to win one. It's like yeah. you're good. Yeah, that's exactly how it feels. And I kind of felt that way a little bit about the Grizzlies game that we both took the money line on is it's like I don't see this Grizzlies team getting swept I said it in the video I posted on Twitter if the Nuggets can get a win in a series against the Warriors the Grizzlies can definitely get a win in the series against the Warriors it's just a matter of when it happens and so I I, honest to God Monaco I think this Bucks Celtics game for me is truly a stay away from betting because it is I am like I could be convinced either way like Giannis and the Bucks Giannis in itself is enough for me to trust the Bucks and go I'm gonna put my money on them but that Celtics defense the potential of Marcus Smart coming back like uh again there's only so much that Giannis can do by himself if he doesn't have help then i really just have no faith for them so this this series is a tough one for me it's very very conflicting
0: but game 3 you're going you're going Celtics i'm going bucks
1: i i think so yeah i think i got to rock with the celtic i just i'm i'm very impressed by them i think game 1 was just kind of like a Oops. Oh, we actually need to play basketball. Like that sweep kind of <laughs> made us, we, we were just kind of daydreaming a little bit there. And then I think they turned it on for game two. And I think they do the same in game three. So yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to rock with the Celtics, I think. But well, will but, we but, get a, the same performance from Jalen Brown offensively? Like we don't see him consistently performing like that. That was insane. I was like, okay, has he missed one? Like there's not even one that he's missed. And of course I'm on rebounds and assists. My dad's sitting next to me. My dad just loves basketball. He's never on his side. He just loves good basketball. So he's just like hooting, hollering, pumping his fist about every basket Jalen Brown makes. And I looked at him. I was like, I'm on the rebounds and assists. I need you to be (laughs) quiet, like zip your mouth. Like, but I mean, will we get that same performance from Jalen Brown? We don't see that consistently from him. So He he had a large part to do with that Celtics offense being so electric last game. So, Monaco, you might be on the right side, but I just got I gotta rock with the Celtics. I think honestly.
0: Well, I mean, I'm on them to win the series, so I don't hate it. Also, just trends wise for our listeners, Boston is six and zero against the spread in their last six road games. Milwaukee just one and five covering in their last six home games. So. Trends wise, you're on the right side, but you know, all right, Liv last but not least, let's talk about this Grizzlies Warriors back to the Bay game three, six and a half is the line on FanDuel. The Warriors are the favorites. I find the line a little perplexing. What say you on game three?
1: Uh, Yeah, this one's interesting to me. I did tweet about this series already and I pretty much just said, I don't see the Warriors letting any more of these close calls happen. Um, they're just too stinking talented. And I think that, um, I don't know. I mean, it's tough. I, again, no Dylan Brooks and the Grizzlies were able to win. So that is a testament to the the potential that this Grizzlies team has talent wise. Um, and I don't even want to say potential because they are talented and they've proven that through the entire regular season and in the postseason as well. But I think what this series is going to boil down to is, as they start getting tired, as the playoff pressure starts to kind of get heavy and it's like, okay, we have to win this game or this is a mun- must win situation. I think it boils down to experience, which I think the warriors have a lot more of, I think in a pressur- pressured situation, I trust guys like Steph Curry and Draymond a whole lot more than I trust guys like John Morant and Jaron Jackson jr. Um, from a defensive perspective, we saw a really, really tough game from Desmond Bain. Um, did not do what we've been seeing him do for the majority of the postseason. Now I know he had a sore back, so maybe he played when he probably shouldn't have. Um, but nonetheless, I think I trust the veterans with the experience a little bit more in this series, because I think as we go down the stretch, the experience is going to matter when that playoff pressure starts to become too much. I also think it's really tough to win in San Francisco. I do. I just think, That it's, it's just going to be electric. It's going to be loud. It's going to be crazy. Um, so I think I'm going to rock with the Warriors. I mean, six and a half is a lot of points, but again, I just don't see the Warriors allowing these close call games to happen anymore. I think they really turn it up. Um, So it'll, it'll be interesting, but I, I, six and a half is a lot of points. So I may take like warriors to win and Grizzlies to cover because we have seen such close, close matchups between these two teams throughout this series. So, um, I think that's where I lean warriors to win Grizzlies to cover because six and a half is a lot. And again, let's not forget this Grizzlies team did have the best against the spread record throughout the regular season. So they know how to cover. Um, so yeah, I, but I do, I think the warriors win, um, potentially both games at home and then they take it back to Memphis and that one, I don't know, but I think it's tough to win in San Francisco as a young team. I just think that's going to be really tough.
0: Yeah. I mean, I don't have too much more to add. You said exactly what I was, what I was feeling. This experience is going to be, I think the difference maker, the only caveat is that they're, they're too young and dumb to know what what's at stake because Jaws averaging 40 in the series thus far. And that's just, ridiculous 47 in game two I think we saw a couple of outliers Clay had 12 that was an off game for him he was dealing with some knee soreness you know they get the extra time off so I think he comes back a little healthier also you know Draymond he's the heartbeat of this team and you know he got popped in the face Oof. one of their own GP got got absolutely knocked in a dirty play that Kerr has already spoke on, I think they yes. come back with a vengeance and play with a I lot agree. of purpose. I and agree.
1: You don't,
0: and you don't see them not close, close out games typically. And I mean, really both games could have went both ways, but.
1: For sure. For we sure. could have
0: saw the Warriors win game too easily.
1: Yeah, I agree. And I do. I'm so glad you brought that up. I think that dirty play by Dylan Brooks kind of ticked him off a little bit. I think the Warriors are like, really, dude, like what was that all about? And, 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 you know, the people that are comparing, well, Draymond did something similar and did it. Those were very different plays to me. One was a clothesline to the head midair. The other was like a Jersey grab. You know what I mean? Like very, very different. One person fractured their elbow. The other person didn't have a scratch. So it's like Let's not compare apples and oranges here. I think they're very different plays, very different fouls. Regardless, I think your teammate gets injured and potentially is out for the remainder of the season because of a dirty play. Like, I don't know about the Warriors, but I'd be coming back going, yeah, it's on. It's on. If that's how you want to play, if you guys want to play dirty, if you guys want to play dirty to, to win a game, it's on. So I'd be scared to have Draymond Green on the other side of the ball going, oh, it's it. on. I mean, at that point, I'm packing my bags, I'm going back to Memphis. Like, that's terrifying <laughs> to me. So I, I'm glad you brought that up because I do think that the Warriors come out and go, you hurt our teammate, you played dirty, you won a game. It might be your last. I hope you enjoyed it because we're not letting it happen again.
0: Oh yeah, there will be no gritty dancing on the Warriors logo.
1: <laughs> if Nobody I see Steph zero. Curry hit the gritty, I will hit the floor laughing, and it <laughs> will be the best thing ever. So hopefully, that's what we get.
0: I'm taking the step shimmy over the jaw gritty all day. <laughs> I
1: love that. I love that.
0: But yeah, I think I think just quick thought on the against the spread. I'm I'm. It's a stay away. It's too big of a number. I'm it with is. you. I would go Warriors to win and Grizzlies to cover if anything maybe a little warriors double result if you're looking for a play Um, or just try to find a a bright spot in the live betting on this because there's been so many swings in this series but I want to get you out of here do you have a prop that you like uh, in any of these games
1: So when I took Danny Green and shouldn't have one of the other bets that I was leaning towards that I was just like, oh, I don't know if I can do that on this guy. He's so stinking good. And he had a tough game in game one. He's definitely going to bounce back in game two is the guy that I've already talked to you about. And that is Jalen Brunson. I thought about taking his under on points, rebounds and assists, and I didn't. Um, just because it is Jalen Brunson. And I'm looking at his postseason numbers going, don't do that to yourself. That's insanity. But again, it's the same thing that I talked about on one of our previous shows. It's not a coincidence Jalen Brunson is playing bad. It's not, he doesn't have a sore arm and that's why he's not shooting well. Like he is facing a really solid Phoenix defense. In the last seven, the the Suns are giving up the third fewest points to opposing shooting guards. Um, They're giving up, like the top, they rank top 10 and fewest rebounds allowed to shooting guards. And in terms of assists, they're giving up the fewest assists to opposing shooting guards. So they know how to lock up that shooting guard position very, very well. Um, they showed that in the last series and they're showing that in this series as well. So I do actually think that, and the reason it would be a fun prop for me is because I never take unders ever. I think watching an under if you've bet an under and watching that game, it's like literal torture. Um, but I do. I think that they continue to, to crack down on him and their defense continues to play really well. So uh, Jalen Brunson under points, rebounds and assists would be, you know, off the top, the prop that I would lean towards.
0: I like that. That's some really good supporting evidence. I'm telling you on that. I'm, okay. I'm going to go with the third Jay pool, uh, the, the third splash brother. I'm going with Jordan over <laughs> 21 and a half. He's he's proven to be incredibly effective in this series thus far 31 yes. in game one on five of 10 from three he had 20 in game two so he was under that number by a basket but he was only one of six from three in game two I think he comes back I like him hitting at least three three maybe four threes in game three and hitting that over as the Warriors cruise to a game three I
1: dub for it. the
0: doves. I'm
1: gonna tell you on that one too so we'll be we'll be rocking with each other this weekend.
0: I love it. All right. Well, this is another phenomenal episode. Robin, for the best gambling show ever, make sure to follow all things Live moves, and Volume Sports content. For Live, I'm Alex. We'll see you next week.
1: See ya.